0: All right, brethren, at this time we're going to have a sermonette brought to us by Sean Witt entitled Call to Worship An Invitation to Relationship. Good afternoon, everyone. It's a beautiful Monday. Happy Trumpets, everyone. So, as we witnessed before services started, Joseph blew the shofar. This was a call to worship. This was an alerting for everyone to find their seats and prepare for services to start. So, this is a call to worship. When this took place, you knew what was was to follow. You knew that we were going to be coming in to start our service. In Matt Still's message this past Sabbath, He mentioned all different types of trumpet blasts that alerted the Israelites what to do. Just like Joseph blowing the shofar this morning alerted everyone the services were about to start on our holy day. Just like the call to worship we hear every Sabbath services, whether it was a song that Reggie would sing before services would start, or a shofar blast like today and in the past, Reggie would blow the shofar, or Art's. Or Benjamin at the piano playing a call to worship to alert us that it was it's time to start worship. You weren't forced to be here by anyone, but you were invited by God and you chose to accept the invitation to be here today. God invites us to be here because he wants to have a relationship. He wants us to have a relationship with him. His son died for us making this possible. For those that missed Matt's message that he gave just this past Sabbath, again, he also mentioned that our greatest reward isn't just to have eternal life, but it is to have an intimate relationship with God and Jesus now and for all eternity. This is another aspect of Trumpets. The children of Israel could only go so far with their relationship with God. At Mount Sinai, they had three days to prepare for their call to worship, to have a relationship with God. But they let their fear stop them dead in the tracks. They were fearful of when uh, God was talking to them. Same as us, we are called to worship God. We need to let our sin, shame, fear, and feelings of unworthiness, etc., to be a barrier to our relationship with God and Jesus call the worship at Mount Sinai took place on the third day. Just like it took them three days to fully prepare on a physical level, ultimately it took Jesus being resurrected on the third day for us to fully be able to enter into a relationship with Him. The point is we cannot do it on our own. We absolutely 100% must have a relationship with God and Jesus for the transformation of our hearts and our minds to take place. It's all about relationship and the highs and lows and everything in between. We are told to count it all joy when we have trials and tribulations. How do we do this? It's hard when you're in the midst of a trial and tribulation. I believe the way we do this is through the joy that we find as we develop a deeper relationship, a more intimate relationship with God and Jesus as we go through the trial. I believe this is also part of what the author of the book of Nehemiah says in chapter 8, verse 10, when he said, Joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of knowing Jesus and the Father more deeply as we go through a trial gives us more strength that we need to endure that trial. Not only are we provided the strength we need, but also the peace that we need. We need that peace. Let's look at John chapter sixteen, verse thirty-three. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. And the world will have tribulation. But be of good cheer; I have overcome the world. Sometimes it's hard to remember that Jesus has already paved the way for us, and we are down and out and hurting. But we just need to remember. He is there with us right in the middle of it. The joy of our relationship with the Lord is our strength to get through whatever trial or valley we walk through, no matter what we are facing. And nobody knew this better than King David. Let's go to uh, Psalms 23, verse 4. You know, David had his up and downs through life, and he learned, A man after God's own heart. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Let's read that again. For you are with me. We are not alone in our trials. The deeper we establish our relationships with God and Jesus by accepting their unique and individual call to worship, the easier it will be for us to totally trust in them, As David learned to do as he went through his life, he learned to trust God more and more. Also in Matt's message this past Sabbath, he mentioned that on the 50th year, on the Day of Atonement, was a year of Jubilee, and everyone walked free. There are parts of us that can only be healed by Jesus. The parts of us that we keep locked away. And nothing else can access them without having a relationship with him. We have to allow him in. We can only experience freedom from these issues of our brokenness or relationship with Jesus and the Father. Looking at trumpets from the aspect of a call to worship being a relationship, we can walk free from our guilt, our transgressions, free from the shame of missing the mark, and free from loneliness or feeling misunderstood. As we allow Jesus and the Father to access our broken places, we also consider the fullness of the meaning of trumpets. Let us also remember when we hear that trumpet blast that calls us into a face-to-face relationship for all eternity. It is also a calling into a deeper relationship. Right here, right now.